BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker, of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs tastemakers and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for real, it's my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. Here I talk to celebrities, Bravo celebrities. Yes, they have their own category. Influencers and tastemakers. Right now, I mean, I've had you guys on so much at this point, you're just fucking family, you know? Yeah. Ben and Ronnie watch what crap and hey boys. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, I, I love when I start to have like repeat guests on because then I can stop like being like, so like when did you know that you were gonna be in the entertainment business? And yeah. like, what's your process? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how did you guys meet? We could just like dive into it. We just oh, like, we pick just, up where we left off. Like do the damn thing. So I'm in LA and of course you guys were like legit the two first people I hit up. You guys yeah, and Stassi. I was so, I was so you guys excited. And I know me too. Well, we had an amazing time. Well, last time I saw you was only last month. <gasps> we had in so April. much fun. We were in was New it York. only a month ago? Well, it's one of those things where it was like early in the month and now it's the end of May. So it feels like it's been two months, but it's really, you can still say last month. You know, that, say. you know when that happens? Last month. So uh, do let's I look do as, it. Do I look as good as I did then? <laughs> you know, like when something comes <laughs> out, younger. you know when like a movie comes out in January 2017, but it's December 2018. So you say yes. like, last year when that movie came out, but it's really been two years. <laughs> <laughs> I know that there's someone out there that gets that that, that I, feeling. My you know? brain doesn't work that way. I don't Me do math good. I was like numbers, 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 numbers. Like no. Just throw a football at my head and be done with it. You know? But the important part of this is that I was on your lovely show, Taste of Taylor. Yes, you were fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. And then we went and had drinks, and we had such a fun time. And my friend Laura joined. Yes. And Taylor, your Taylor was there for my a little bit. My girlfriend. And I just feel like we really bonded. I Me was too. like, 
Oh, it was like I just feel like Taylor is like you know she's like my friend. I felt like you know, I It was like in New York when we go there and we just call you to go out every time we go there. It makes me so happy. to the Regency that was also super fun. I don't know. I just feel like I just oh that was the night that Steven showed up and he knew I was there, but I didn't know he was there and then shit got weird. I felt like I was in a reality show. You know, and and hanging out with so many people. You know, we all everybody kind of knows each other. Yeah, and it's like a podcast world that we've kind of created, right? Yeah, we all know each other, but we don't know who knows who and then like we when we do the crappy award, we do this award show called the crappy awards every year and a I bunch of bravo it. people come and it is hilarious watching people who have problems with each other that you would never think it's like oh, tell. this podcaster hates that star and that star hates that star and then, yeah. and then they're, they're, oh, all these I know little dramas <laughs> all these little dramas start erupting all over the place and it's so yeah. hilarious but we had such a good time uh, having so drinks fun. there down down in the lower Manhattan and this, like at the, at Stone we like Street. bonded. We were like talking about like family shit. Yeah, we talked it about was, like real life. It shit. was great. We we're talking about like it was. And I just I, it was so fun. And I told my boyfriend afterwards, I was like, we gotta start hanging out with more lesbians. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Wait for real. So question, gay guys. Yes. <sighs> Do gay guys really hate lesbians? No. If that is like kind lesbians of like hate a, gay guys. Let's oh, be we do. Not <laughs> well, lesbians. Not lesbians. Oh, I gotta in go. Bye. I think that I think that you guys probably think that about us, and we probably think that about you. Yeah. <laughs> really? That makes any sense. But I'm look. I have lesbians. I'm not against. Le- I have lesbian friends. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> just yeah, so I have a lot know. of lesbian friends. So I don't. I don't really. I think see that gay that. guys in general don't like anyone that accepts them. We have so other. much self-loathing. You don't trust anyone who yeah, accepts you. Trust. No, I'm well, joking. Of I, don't, I don't. I don't discriminate on sex. I no. hate people based on their terrible human nature. Yeah, Agreed. Okay? No, I think <laughs> that we have so much self-loathing. But I think that like. Yeah, no, of course the gay guys don't hate lesbians, but I think what happens is that there is like a, like whether it's real or perceived, there's like a culture, there's like a different, like a lesbian culture and like yeah. a gay culture. And, and like gays, like- gays see lesbians as being like super serious and I feel like probably, and, and then gays probably think that lesbians think that gay gay men are all like frivolous. But the truth is, it's all then, bullshit. In that case, make me a gay man, please. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> make like, me a lesbian because I'm all but about I, books. But there's also like there's also like a totally like you know there. I mean, there is a cultural difference, and that's why I really yeah, was feeling gay like guys you know get to I, be all fun, and lesbians have to be all lumberjack and softball and serious. I'm well, sick of it. Well, that's the whole joke. Uh-huh. Like the lesbians have to like do all the heavy lifting when it comes to, like the protesting and stuff <laughs> and the marching. But the truth is, I mean, there is some truth to it. Like it is important. Like I, I'm like I do need to. To, like hang out with my lesbian friends more because hello you know obviously just just by being a different sex there's like or, or gender there's there's just a different perspective and it's important to have different well, perspectives also in your just, life like look around the gay pride parade yep. every float is looking at the other float like oh fuck off you know because there's so <laughs> many letters and we're all together and just because there's a lot of letters in our you know parade doesn't mean we automatically all understand each other it's like no. throw a no. bunch of gay-ish people into it you know, we're all just still people. I mean, even just coming out and going out as a gay person for the first time, it's like, shit, I don't fit in here. Right. No, yeah. so it's like, we're all just human at the end of the day. One thing that actually Ronnie has like sort of like bonded Ronnie and, 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 and me and has also, I think, been one of our, I think maybe one of the reasons that we were drawn together with our podcast is that we've never, I, I, I don't want to totally speak for you, but I kind of feel like we have never totally fit in with like, the larger, I would say, like, L.A. gay culture necessarily. I don't even want to say fit in, but, like, 
we are not necessarily like the WeHo gays. We're not necessarily the East Side gays. We have yeah. friends and we, we can, I feel like we can like be in both those worlds, but we're not necessarily like of those worlds. Well, same thing with lesbians. I mean, there's like a, like I, the first time, one of the first times I was out with Tay, she was like entrenched in the lesbian world. First of all, she's like she's like one of those like lesbian models, you know? Like Yeah, like she's that like really crew. hot. Yes. Yeah. Into basketball. But then like all in Georgia, she plays basketball every day. She we was have like, a basketball court. She's like, building. sorry, I gotta go watch a uh, <laughs> Philadelphia seventy sixers game now. And she, she left. Le- that's a true story. She legit she's left. Like, she to legitimately go watch. let's hang out with us to go watch the seventy sixers. God, where can I find the one of those? That's who I want to be with. God. So someone who's like, I have no interest in what you do. Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Let's get married. Yeah. And so but she was like in that world, we went to this place called the Jane. Do you know the Jane in New York? It's like pretty fun, whatever. It's like sceny without being annoyingly sceny. Okay. And so we were there and we like a big group came over to the table that we were at and Tay was like, Oh, these girls and I was like who are what is this the L word and she was like yeah they're from the real L word and I was like these are not my people I cannot be a lesbian get me out of here but like I was like if that if that's your world to like Taylor I'm out because Mm -hmm. that's not my world and now cut to like we're the straightest lesbians that we know and we just had our first double date a fish a first lesbian double date with Darren Karp Andy Cohen's assistant and her girlfriend Carson, and it was oh. amazing. But in true oh, lesbian cool. form, it went. You from, all moved in together, literally. Yep, yeah. we're starting a car- commune. They proposed <laughs> to us. <laughs> and we're like, move in with us. No, literally, we saw them on a Thursday. Then we were all hungover as shit on Friday. Then Saturday, we were at Taylor and I were in Brooklyn, and they were like, "You're in Brooklyn. We live here." And so we're like, "So come meet us." So they met us for drinks. We were out till like two o'clock in the morning, and then they convinced me that night to go whitewater rafting with them on Memorial Day. Wow! To- you went to? You did that? No, because oh. I had to get my ass out here, and I was like, "I." But they all gave up. I love me, that though. And they convinced me, and then I was like, and then I woke up on Sunday to Carson being like, "I booked you guys a raft," and I was like, Taylor. I can't believe you said we would go. I'm so stressed out. Then cut to me in the shower, fully closed, <laughs> crying under the water. It's very dramatic, and I feel yeah. like it's, it's a, like pause for dramatic effect. No, I totally your own totally white water with you. I almost went to Ben's shower right now and started crying with my clothes on, just hearing about white water. That's <laughs> terrifying. Do you guys not I've know who River Wild is and what yes. she's been through? I mean, come on. I mean, there are terrorists out there, but you know, I have to say, I actually love when that happens when you like when you are like you hang out with someone and you like totally connect, and then you like you spend like the next like three nights or whatever social occasions with them because you're like oh my god new friends because it's hard (laughs) in the city it's hard in the city to like make those sort of friendships like the ones you made in high school or if you went to college the ones you'd get in college yeah when i was uh back in like 2000 like 2003 or so out here in this uh, here in la here in the city out here in the city in the big city of los angeles (laughs) no i was at a i was at a bar with my friends with two of my friends we just had a bar and it was like really crowded. So these two girls were like, hey, can we just like sit with you guys? And they sat with us and we like started bantering and we had the best time. And then like we went out and had dinner afterwards. And then we like never stopped hanging out. We kept hanging out like 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 for four days a week. <laughs> for weeks and weeks and weeks after and that. And what happened? Well, you know, whenever you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, you know. <laughs> Things fall apart. Oh but, no, this is my fear. Yes, yeah, I work with dating. Darren. We can't. No, we can't no, no, have no, a no, fallout. no. It just, it just, it's. But, but the thing is that, like, 
it was really fun. Like when you just like meet people that you like and then all of a sudden like it's so crazy. We just hung out like three days in a row. You know what it's like? It's like this was like me growing up in like suburban America when you have like a best friend and you're yeah. like, mom, please, mom, please. And you just like ping pong back for sleepovers. That's what yeah. it felt like. But adults and lesbians. Now there was yeah. one time, there was one time. And no sex. <laughs> there was one time when so I went to. <laughs> <laughs> so my dream. <laughs> I did have another experience, which was like, which is sort of similar, but it it has a different sort of vibe to it. Which is that um, one time I went on like a date with this one guy who was like perfectly nice, whore, whore. (laughs) flirt. Yeah, he was perfectly nice. I didn't really connect with him, but then um, like two days later, he's like, "Hey, um, my friend is having a barbecue. Do you want to come to the barbecue?" And so, being the shallow person that I was, I looked up all his friends on Facebook. Stop. Looked at all the pictures. I was like, hey, they seem cool. And I was like in the market for friends. <laughs> so, he was Tim for his friends. I well, did that. Well, so, well, I, I, I was just it. like, <laughs> I was like, these people seem cool. I kind of want to, I kind of want to see what this is all about. So, he brought me to this barbecue. And I liked everyone. And actually, I did become friends. I'm actually friends with all of them to this day. Except for him. <laughs> well, he went on a different path. Oh, no. He went to Burning Man and did not come back the same. He renamed his... Oh, th- I thought, oh, thought that he never girl. came back, period, in a story. Well, he almost never came back. He went missing. And then he came back with a new name that he made up. <laughs> yeah. And he came back as, a, like, the name there of was a, a whole river crazy in story. Dakota He jumped off a bridge. He, like, was in a mental institute. It, like, it, Burning Man broke him. Oh, you guys, go. can we get better drugs? Like, honestly. Yes, but for the real. Jeez. <laughs> the reason why I bring this up is not to be like, look at the new friends I made. But so the, so the day after that barbecue... Like, like they reached out to me. They're like, hey, we're going at so-and-so is having a birthday brunch. Do you want to come to the birthday brunch? I was like, whoa, that's, that's actually like, this is weird. I'm like, something like just in the group. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go. And uh, this girl was there and she was like, like, like towards the end of the brunch, she just turns to me and she goes, you know what, Ben? I love you. I just, I love my you. Favorite, and I was like. My favorite four words, Taylor. And so I was like. I love you. I was you. like, that is so sweet. I mean, that's like really nice. It's only been like a day, but she just like gets a vibe. I mean, that she loves yes, me. Yes. Uh, and the waiter came over with a check and he brings the check and she looks at the waiter and she goes, you know what? I love you. Oh, I, no. I was, I was like, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. That is like literally my dating life. I swear to you. I'm like, it's that like, guy's so I, into me. Me and the waiter, the same? What's yeah. going on here? She was a whore. She was a lovely with whore. With her feelings. Yeah, just feeling love slurred. ever. Just give it away to everybody. <laughs> but like I a, still stayed friends with her. She's but. like a golden retriever. You know, you want to be more like, you don't want to be a pit bull. You don't want to be, you want to be like, what, what's a have medium? Like a Yorkie? Ooh, ooh, a chihuahua. <laughs> Yorkie is not in the middle <laughs> of a pit bull. <laughs> I mean, emotionally speaking. Oh, oh, oh. Like, what, what dog is like, when you see a, a golden retriever, it's just like, <laughs> yeah, but it's like too hairy and well, like it's I covering you. It, but I feel like but it loves me more because yeah. I hate it. I feel yeah. like a golden retriever just wants to be. Yeah, loved. I like that. Actually, I, I need a golden retriever. They, they're, they're just straight up love. Everyone's love, 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 mm-hmm. love, love. And then a pit bull's like, even if it's the sweetest little angel in the world, it's fucking terrifying. But yeah. then there's a dog in the middle that like everybody like. It's sweet and you're comfortable around it, but like it doesn't really love everybody. Well, actually, it's I called have a cat. A, I have a pit bull chihuahua mix. You know, that's my <laughs> dog. Guess my who dog, was the top? Yeah. Guess who was the bottom? Look, my, my dog is Bueller, and look, he's he's. I can't half... see it's recording. Oh god damn it! <laughs> Hold on. He looks there, like several numbers later. increasing. Okay, so she just saw the picture and she went, "Ah, oh, just kidding." Oh, so cute. But yeah, he's Bueller's half, and really he cute. is like that. Like he's very sweet, but then I know that he could eat 
my throat out. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in the middle of the night, if I fuck honest. with him, he does have those jaws. But you want to be like that. Cause when you're too much like, I love you. And then I love you to the waiter. It loses its effect. I know. I was like, what is yeah. this bullshit? I thought it was like in <laughs> yeah, a special like a group. Slut. It's like a friend. <laughs> slut. It was, giving, I was like, I thought I had my own away. little koala that was grappling onto me. Yeah. And then it was like, turns out there was another tree that the koala was on. <laughs> I used to be a friend slut, but no more, no more. Now yeah. it's like, if you get my friendship, Consider yourself lucky. I I'm barely to... taking any more applications. We're at full capacity. I'm the Soho House of Friends. Well, that means that you've grown. Because I also, <laughs> like, you know, there's certain people who, like, people are, like, people flock to them. And other people, you've, you are the flockers. And I'm a flocker. And I just want... <laughs> I want to have friends. I want to be in the cool group. I'm not going to lie. But lately, I'm sort of just like, it's too much effort. I know. Whoever's friends with me is friends with me. You I'm know? friends and with you. I, and what, thank I don't you. really like choose my friend. I mean, I do, I guess. But I don't like think but about who my friends are. Just, you, no, I'm just you're, friends you're, with whoever's I'm friends with. And I've had my same friends forever. So I don't think about that. Yeah, no, that's you. weird. You're weird. They have to come, <laughs> they have to come to me because I'm always sitting down. Like There's no <laughs> other way I'm ever going to talk. But that's an actual power move. But I literally have zero power. That's why I can't stand up. No. Like, you see what I mean? No, no, you no. Just sit down. I'm like Santa Claus. power is the sitting. Your sitting is the power. I think I think because like... we're all trained to love Santa Claus, so they see a big guy, <laughs> they see a big guy just sitting there, and they're like, "He's making no effort. He must have something to give me." You when know? you're when you're an insecure person like me who just wants to be liked, and you me see too. someone who's just like sitting and doesn't even care to get up, same, you're like drawn to I that like self-possession. Our golden retrievers come out of us, and we're like, <sighs> yeah. "Yeah." Now you know I was reading. I actually, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, you got your hair all over me, you slimy <laughs> bastard." I actually read an article. Like actually, after we went, we went to a wedding uh, in Mexico. Mexico and like everyone was like drawn to Ronnie and I I, I we talked about this I had like this whole like spiraling thing like why aren't people ever drawn to me and so it wasn't a competitive thing it was more just like like why like why don't I why don't I ever have that like magnetism so then I started reading I read like an article about like body language goo <laughs> And no, I, this is so fascinating. No, and it's like it's it's weird to say because it, it sounds competitive. It's not competitive. No, it's more I like totally when I, I get see it. that, and I wonder how. Like, how can I get that for myself? And um, and so I was reading an article about body language, you know, because like you know what they say about body language on Yahoo.com is so it's so <laughs> medically <laughs> better. But one thing that they said, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna employ all these. And by the way, I'm not gonna be able to employ any of them because I can't. I can't stop being me. That's why they? Ben starts masturbating the second he meets someone new. <laughs> But one of them that I, I died on the floor. <laughs> but one of them that I really liked was that when you meet someone and you want to go shake their hands, you don't like reach your arm out like this. You keep your elbow by your side, so they have to be drawn into you. Oh wow, that's Which so I, manipulative! I, How Lisa Vanderpump? I know. Yeah. <laughs> but can I tell you something? I I love that technique, and like in the year and a half that I've known about it, I've never been able to do it once because I see someone, I'm like. Ding! I've got like an arm erection. I'm like, it is fully out. It's always possible. I never remember to do this move. This move's weird. It I think weird. someone has some sort of an arm weird. condition. I don't want people in my face. Okay, look, let me tell you. 
it's not it's not a secret this is you and you see how i am this is how i am at a wedding hi hi, hi, hi. <laughs> i am drunk i get really drunk and i smile really big because i'm so fucking happy to be out of my house i'm never out of my house <laughs> You're like, and i just I'm, I'm like what are you guys Sky. doing I know I don't talk about myself because that's gross. I love boring. talking about myself. I, love I talking don't. Myself too. No one wants to hear about you. Okay, that's a big that's, secret in life. Nobody gives a fuck about you. That they're, they're not even seeing you half the time. That's what Ask me. them about I themselves. I put my entire career on thinking people care about me. <laughs> no. I'm freaking out right now. That's Take the thing. When you're like us, when you're like. When you're like me and Taylor, you flock to people and you want to tell them about you because you feel like if you tell them about you, they will understand and you. Love and you love you more. Well, I am, but I am, I guess I am one of those people who likes to know about Warm. other people, you know? Ew. So I like What's to this? hear about them. The so that's why people talk to me at weddings because I'm listening to them about their job, you know? Okay, that's, that's the only trick. I like okay? people are saying like, like my listen, my audience, like you have like early onset dementia because I remember nothing. And oh then God, one too. of my co-hosts was like, no, you don't give a shit shit about other people and i was like no you're just a narcissist (laughs) well i mean it's funny it's funny i was i was talking to my therapist and uh i was talking about how like i really hate if i'm in a conversation with someone and they never ask me anything about me i hate that i hate that so much (laughs) and it's like it's like but it's like why do you hate it it's like it means that they're not interested in what i have to say and i'm like i'm taking the effort to get to know what you want about what's going on with your life but you're not taking any interest in me and it's so funny because when I talked about that with my boyfriend, he's like, oh, I don't mind when people do that because I just imagine that they have no one else to tell it to. And I was like, oh we my have God, two, that's totally so different, like, yeah. two totally different And so views. kind and so soful. Yeah. Yeah, I would rather like, listen to other people and then make jokes about their yeah, life as but, they talk. You but then, know? Oh, that's Here's what the you're doing. Some jokes. <laughs> or be like, yeah, your mom does suck. This is terrible. <laughs> Here's you know? the I devastating like thing that my therapist said. So I was like, yeah, I feel like when they don't ask me questions about me, they, they, don't, care, they don't care about me. And, and your therapist said? He goes, so what if you're right? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I never really considered that if they really didn't care about me. (laughs) I don't. I've got news for you. I've got terrible news for you. They don't, and that's okay. You don't have time to podcast. We're sharing our feelings about this. I I know you're giving them therapy. therapy. I love it. Everyone's turning off. They're like, "Well, we truly we continue to not care about you." Turning the volume. No, they're definitely they're leaning in, Shell Sandberg style. They're doing it like they're holding their hands right right (laughs) to their chest a little bit, but like still making us go to bed. Well, so Heather McDonald today, I did her podcast. It's I don't know when it's gonna come out because she said, "Oh, this is good. It's never gonna hold it for like you know when I need something," which I felt. She does, that's what she does to us You're too. Respect. I think that's like you. That was really good and also timeless. Or I, I can play it whenever. It's like three months later. It's like at at Ronnie and Ben. <laughs> what I the hell, Heather? It's like three months later. I can't wait to see how Game of Thrones is gonna end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like a Chanel suit. We never go out of style. I know. So, um, but she was saying she kept spilling her own juice, and she's like, "You're here. You're." And I was like, this is what I do. I I'm, I'm create a safe space so everybody has to have a therapy session. I don't know why I do it. I don't mean to do it. I just do it. Well, because I think that, like, ultimately... If you're if the if the if the vibe is right the conversation's right all these things all these things about like oh I want them to like me or they're not asking questions about me it goes out the window because you're just on the same wavelength because you know the truth is you can also totally have a conversation with someone Mm -hmm. where neither of you are really asking each other about each other you're just like talking about something but you're like 
giving each other like sort of the same amount of like talking time ding, ding, and ding. joking or whatever and like the there's like an implicit reciprocity that's happening uh-huh, in the exchange. Uh-huh. I like what's up Oh that. Jesus, Alyssa. So wait, I have a Ronnie really serious question approve. for you guys. <clears throat> no, I, I see I see it. I just I just don't think I could get along thinking that much about it. It would make me crazy. Exa- it would just be exhausting. And I think maybe I was so insecure when I was younger that I just got to the point. Maybe I was just traumatized to the point where I was like, Now this so, is. Yes. You know? And then once <laughs> once you don't give a fuck, you're free, you guys. Not giving a fuck is so important. No. But, but I'm also like- giving a fuck about people you know, you know, giving a fuck to the right people. But but it's hard also for us too because like. Taylor's never going to talk in her own podcast. <laughs> Good. No, I We're love it. We're just like, and then no. my mother. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. No, I love it. <laughs> This are you kidding me? Okay, it's time to talk about one of our fabulous sponsors, Fab Fit Fun. I am such a Fab Fit Fun girl. I have been for years. Their boxes are amazing, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but it's the truth. They just keep getting better and better and better. They've really got their game on point. So, for those of you who don't know, Fab Fit Fun is a seasonal subscription box that's delivered four times a year with full size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. Yeah, I'm going to tell you how incredible this is. I mean, it's already good, but it gets even better. I'm telling you, the box is a really great way to discover new brands and products, and it's become my actual favorite way to shop. I have stuff from FabFitFun because I've been working with them now for like, I would say a couple years. I still to this day use stuff that I got in the very beginning through FabFitFun, whether it's my favorite sleeping mask that I sleep in still literally every single night. It's lasted me for years. Or like discovering a brand new beauty product that I never knew I needed, but I totally needed in my life. That's what FabFitFun is great for. So speaking of it being so great, um, the 2019 FabFitFun Summer Box is on sale now. And I'm telling you, guys, I'm not joking. Hurry up. They sell out really fast. And like sometimes you can actually customize your box. And if you wait too long, you won't be able to customize the things that you want. I mean, listen, really, everything that they have is great. But if you're a picky little biznage like me, you might want to be able to pick and choose. So I'm just encouraging you guys, don't wait on it because these things, they go. So let me tell you about my summer box. I'm not going to tell you every single product that I love because we'd be sitting here for 20 minutes, but I'll tell you just like a couple things that made me like ugh, freak out. I was so excited about them. Okay. So I'm a huge fan of Sol de Janeiro Brazilian bum bum cream. And when I opened my box, not only did I have my bum bum cream, which I love, it's, it's travel size. So you can take it anywhere. Super great. But it also came with the same brand Brazilian moisturizing shower cream gel which I've always wanted to treat myself to and never did. And now not only do I have one, but I have both. It's like the best. It was on my to-do list to get the cream anyway. And now it's like here. And I mean, it feels like it's for free because it basically is. Um, oh, also, Jennifer Zuner is one of my favorite jewelry designers. And I'm not a big jewelry girl because I like to keep it simple. But that's why I love Jennifer because she's really like chic and simple and classic. And there is this Gorgina gold star double necklace. And it's just dainty and delicate and pretty and yet cool and it's my new favorite thing. And speaking of favorite things, they've got the Invisibobble, Invisibobble, Invisibobble. I'm not sure how to say it, but oh, they're hair ties that will change your life. You get six of them, three clear and three nude. And I'm telling you, they're like these little hair ties and they allow me to like style my hair in buns that I've never been able to figure out how to do with like bobby pins or like clips or stuff like that. It's like magic. It's 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 like... If you want a messy bun, these are the 
secret to it. And every time I put my hair up like that, people are like, your hair's so cute like that. It looks so young. I'm like, yeah, thanks to Invisible. I don't want to be too redundant, but I'm telling you, these boxes always sell out. So sign up for FabFitFun today. Use my code STRECKER to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com and sign up and then start getting the box for a life well lived. You're going to be thanking me. Use promo code STRECKER to get $10 off your first box. That's basically over $200, people, for only $39.99. Hello, what are you waiting for? Go to fabfitfun.com, use my code STRECKER, that's S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, and get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. And now, back to the podcast. Back when I was dating, I mean, I will say, when it comes to dating, it's now a whole other ballgame. Because I feel like if you're on a date, and for me, if someone is not asking me any questions on the date, I'm like, okay, this person, this is not a relationship I would want to be in. But then I start doing the game, which is... Can I make it through this entire date without them asking me a single question? Now then that's I start a fun game. So many questions. <laughs> then I'm just like, I'm gonna ask question after question. I become the best interviewer because I'm. You're just like a trial ask, lawyer. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get them asked so many questions they just never even think to ask me a question. And then you get up and you're like, you're paying. You didn't fucking ask me one question. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let me ask you guys a question. Why did you guys like me? <laughs> no, for realsies though, because I know when we met. <clears throat> And you're like in that Bravo world. And I don't know, like, I guess like, I, how do we even meet? We I'll, met because of Steven, Steven from Summerhouse. Steven McGee, formerly, rest in peace, said, of Summerhouse. Uh, uh, he's not dead to me, Steven. You're still alive <laughs> to me, Steven. I still love you over there, Steven. Do I not mean, delete me from Instagram. I mean, yeah. so we still follow each other on Twitter. Rest in peace from Summerhouse. So Steven uh, I still follow Steven, him on Instagram. And you guys were friends. You guys were friends. And he said, you should meet my friend. And so we just, we came in town and asked you to meet for drinks on our first night in New York one night. And we just... Had so much fun. We got all shit-faced on martinis. Totally. The best way to be. Like we do now, I guess, every time. And we just <laughs> laughed our asses off. And that was yeah. it. Steven, yeah. uh, Steven said, but I think what also more do you Stassi, need? Stassi had texted me also yes. independently around the same time saying like, oh, like, oh my God, AF, you have to go on to Taylor Strucker's show. And so, no. yeah, Stassi. She is my real friend. She is. No, I love her so much. I always get nervous. Like, every, like, even when we hear her, I'm like, oh, text her, she doesn't text me. Are we still friends? <laughs> well, she's scary. That's and, a very LA thing to say, by the way, when people right? go, you're my real friend. Right? Like, you know, <laughs> well, Taylor so and I are like, like the same person. Here. I'm often like, are we still friends? No, it's so dumb. And like, I, I so meanwhile, my text didn't go through on the plane. And so I was like talking to my girlfriend. I was like, I don't know. Thanks, Stassi's mad at me. She hasn't texted me back. And Taylor was like, did you even see if the text went through? And I went and I was like, oh my God, it didn't. And so I sent it. Immediately she texted me back. I'm like, God, what's wrong with me? We've been friends for like six years (laughs) and really deep friendship. Oh, I always, I read into everything. Like there was one time early in my relationship with with my boyfriend where um, I, uh, he texted me and he's like, um, hey, do you have like time to like FaceTime later tonight? I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, I just want to talk about like a few things like uh, like about our future and stuff. I was like, okay. Oh, and I was geez. like, our future. Oh, and that's then, terrifying. And then like I became a mess. And then by the time we finally FaceTimed, which is that he was like, okay, I'll I'll like we'll talk at midnight. I was like, okay. And then like we got on on FaceTime at midnight. And then I was like, I was like, so how's it going? And he's like. <laughs> He's like, oh, he's like, good. I've just been, you know, just like been watching TV. In my mind, I'm like, you've been watching TV for the half an hour. I'm like, what? what, what, what? I was like, okay, Ben's tell got me mascara what. running down his face. No, I was like, cool. I was like, yeah. So, like, what's going on? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm just gonna have to be doing some traveling a lot. Um, so just letting you know, we have, I'm gonna have to be traveling. And I was like, okay. He's like, why? I was like, oh, nothing. I thought 
you were going to break up with me. <laughs> I started crying. <laughs> oh, but oh we are the same God, fucking person. Man. I want to <laughs> hug you and hit you. Hug you and hit you. Because at that point, I had texted all my friends. And I was like, what do you guys <laughs> think? What does it mean? What does it mean? What do you think? What do you think? To assume makes an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Oh, so I now know. I just assume. <laughs> <laughs> I love assuming. Okay, so um, we are actually going to be hanging out tomorrow night, which yes. is actually, so this is airing today. So, so follow us tonight. on social media, IRL. We're going to be together at a Jack in the Box Bustle oh, wow. pop-up shop. I haven't been to Jack in the Box wow, since 1990. So they came up with new crispy chicken fingers. It's like this whole crispy experience. I'm actually excited for it. I'm a compassionate Food? person, so I'll watch you eat death. <laughs> a crispy. Okay, guys. So wait, so bustle, so bustle and a vegetarian. Shut well, I'm a pescatarian because fish are crispy <laughs> celery. <laughs> wait, so this is for a crispy chicken at Jack well, in the Box. They'll have alcohol there. You might want and French fries. They'll have and bread. Yes. I love bread. Okay, okay. Sorry, I didn't know. So oh. it's just sort of funny to me that like bustle and Jack in the Box are pairing up. This is bustle is doing a lot of like uh, collabs with. Uh, like companies, That's I, exciting. I, I'm starting. I, I'm doing a video series with them called Taylor Tries, where I try Taylor Tries, uh huh, all sorts of products. <laughs> I fucking love them. They're so fun. What's been your favorite That's product awesome. you tried so far? Oh my god, hands down, it was like this stupid little like plastic thing. It's supposed to get like the cheese off the bottom. Oh, like, like the a Parmesan. pet egg off the it, bottom of your like foot? a pet egg. A ped egg, oh. an actual. And I was like, this thing is so chintzy and so cheap and so crappy. It's not gonna work. <laughs> oh. Parmesan cheese for everybody. Oh, you're talking about your feet? Put it all over your pasta. Parmesan cheese. I've never thought. I of love it, it like when that. they do that. When you get a man, when a, a pedicure, when they do that, it's but like this was better. And I it, always laugh. Me too. I'm it's oh my god, same person. No Are one we, is touching my my feet. Are, <laughs> I have Fred Flintstone feet. But my, this my will help in the to, privacy of your that. own home. Yeah. But I try shit that doesn't work. I basically they give me stuff that's embarrassing that I have to like mortify myself uh, with, and uh, I just make a dick out of oh myself. My God, you're such a hustler. I want it. I want that. I want to do that. I know. I want Ronnie tries. <gasps> yeah. No, you know. Hey, I, I want well, well, so we're gonna network. Hey, bustle. Well, I want one called available. Ronnie makes Ben try. No, now I'm threatened. Now they're gonna take my. Well, we could have an ongoing thing. Where I make Ronnie try something and Ronnie makes me do something. Okay, this can be, yeah. but it has to be under the umbrella of Taylor tries. Taylor tries friends edition. The Taylor yes. tries <laughs> with a spinoff. <laughs> We're like the Tortellis. But You're no. the Laverne. You're. <laughs> <laughs> you're Rhea Perlman and we're the Tortellis oh my god it's, well Bustle actually helped us out a lot they were one of the first articles that yeah. like helped our podcast yeah we so. have a quote well, from, well look at that full circle we're just gonna have to go hug them I yeah, know they, they're um, awesome they call us superbly funny or something like that and we put we put the quote up on our website <laughs> really yeah, they're they really the best us, I'm like so. such a fan we so um, so we're gonna do that tomorrow night I love Party. that what's the dress code uh, chicken fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> do I have to wear a big like circular ball on my head with Basically, a smiley face? Basically, you'll be seeing me, th- me in this outfit for the rest of the time you see me. So Perfect. I, I hope you enjoy it. I just <laughs> bought new pants. I just bought new pants. This I'm is my uniform. Jeans and a button oh, down. This Jeans is mine. and a button down. This is red outfit. I'm wearing, I'm going to wear burgundy new. pants. My pants are burgundy. I'm very okay. Because I had, I had burgundy pants from when I weighed 176 pounds and I've been committed to get Go back away. into them. And guess what? I finally decided, fuck that. I'm buying new burgundy pants in my proper 
size. Turning these into socks. Yeah. Socks. I have like size zero shorts that I wore when I was a toddler. And I was like, someday. <laughs> They're in the back of my closet, though, because they make me feel not joy. What is she saying? That's where mine are. Mar- what, what, what's her name? Uh, Marie Kondo. That bitch. That I like, bitch. I like things that spark pain. You're like, yes, I will keep this. So we're going to play tomorrow. Joy, like literally nothing. I would be just sitting in an empty room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm touching these Belgian butters. Your television gives you joy. I know. Okay. It's time to just take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. This one happens to be life-changing. I love Noom.com. Okay, here's the deal. I don't know if you're like me, but I am a, hello, my name is Taylor Strucker, and I am a yo-yo dieter, which means ever since I was like 13, I've been going on diets and then falling off the wagon. On the diet, off the wagon, just up and down, up and down, and up and down. And now that I'm like in my 30s, it's like the skill doesn't go down as low as it used to. I just kind of keep finding every single year it goes up, 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 and it's terrifying me. And something had to be done, enter into my life, Noom, which thank God came to save the day because diets, if you will, yo-yo dieting, it wasn't working for me. I don't know about you. I don't like authority. I don't like when people tell me what to do. So even though I was like working with weight loss programs and hiring like nutritionists or like working with like fitness experts or trainers, it's like for some reason, even though technically I paid them, I felt like they were the boss of me and that made me mad at them and it made me want to like sneak snacks and like lie and say I ran when I really didn't do anything but watch TV in my butt. And that's why I love Noom. It's not a diet. It's not a fitness class. It's not a trainer. It's not a nutritionist. It's a healthy and easy to stick to way of life. Okay. I know you're probably like, shut up, Taylor. They always say... It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. But a lot of times that's bull. And the things that you're doing are diets and they're not lifestyle. And unless you're like some famous celebrity with like a chef that lives in your house and like 24-7 fitness gurus to just like whatever, massage you and do all these treatments, it's not realistic to maintain it. But Noom is, and that's why I love it. Noom literally isn't about losing weight. You will, but it isn't about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that means that you have more stamina in your life or whether you can fit into those genes or whether you're being more in tune with your body's needs or practicing, as this was especially for me, practicing more self-care. So like I said, my old bad habit was like, I don't like authority and I bucket people when they tell me what to do. And that's why Noom works for me because Noom doesn't set the goals for you. You set the goals for you. Noom's not telling you you're a bad girl or a good girl. Actually, when it comes to Noom, there is no such thing as bad food or good food or off-limits food. Noom instead teaches you moderation and can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets. So if you have something that you loved, a system that worked before, you can incorporate it with Noom. Also, Noom is a habit-changing solution that helps you to learn and develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses. Yeah, so... It's based in psychology. Noom actually teaches you why you do the things you do. Yeah. And it also arms you with the tools to break the bad habits that you've developed over the years and replace them with much better ones. So like I said, also though, Noom lets you set your goals. So Noom's not telling you exercise this much, eat this many calories, because like I said, when someone tells what to do, I'm like, no, I dig my heels and I do the opposite even if I'm the one asking for the help. Psychologically, it doesn't make difference, but that's why Noom works, because Noom understands that there's people like me that 
you know, make no sense. So for me, for example, I did two things with Noom that have really changed the course of my health journey. First of all, alcohol. Okay, uh, I live in New York City. Uh, this might sound like an excuse, but there's always someone in town that wants to go out to dinner or like a drinks meeting that happens like on a Tuesday night because no other nights are available. There's always a reason to have at least a few glasses of wine and I took advantage of that and I was having a few glasses of wine like every single night and I realized this is like making it impossible for me to get healthy because it's not good to have alcohol in your system that often also alcohol is full of calories so I started to cut back on drinking with Noom and any other diet plan would be like uh you should try to drink only two times a week and it's like well that's not gonna work for me so instead I'm like I'm not gonna drink like one two or three and run a really good week four times a week. And because I set realistic goals for myself, I actually can attain them. So like I don't drink for a day and rather than be like, oh, you got six more days to go. I'm like, good for you. That was a job well done, Taylor. So that's been super helpful. And also when it comes to fitness, I always feel like it's like all or nothing, extreme or nothing. And what I realized is if you just get a, if, if I'm just cognizant of getting steps in every single day and not being sedentary, that is a huge change to my body's current state of affairs. So now what I do is I just try to take as many steps as possible. And let's say I take like 10,000 steps, right? Which is a good amount. I'm not going to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to have a cookie now or I'm going to go have like a, an, a like martini because I was good and I worked out. No, I'm just like steps or steps. And then when I have a bad day with steps, like let's say I only do like, I don't know, 2,000 under 3,000 not great pretty much I'm just a human blob but it's like you know what it's okay because tomorrow I will make the steps up and that's why I love Noom it's attainable and it, it does it's not punishing it's not bossing you around it lets you be in control and ultimately um, that's what leads to success like I said peeps you don't have to change it all in one day small steps make big progress so sign up for your trial today at noom.com slash Taylor what do you have to lose visit noom.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to start your trial today that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. I'm telling you, you're going to thank me. And it's the last weight loss program you're going to need. And now back to the podcast. Okay, so we got to get into some shit, man. We, okay, my manager <laughs> yeah, said, over. My, my manager shit, was man. like, keep it short. I'm not editing this shit. Uh, so. we, could just, we could just move it over onto our bonus if you want. Okay, for sure. But I got to get the audio back to him at some point, you know? Yeah, we'll just send it to him and have him send send ours to us on email but how do i send the card in the machine to him in the computer <laughs> say count to 30 minutes <laughs> press cut and send the rest to is your, is your episode supposed to be 31 minutes no longer but i was saying oh, oh, we're running out of then. time Go ahead. We're, but okay. we're not quite there yet um i we gotta we gotta talk some bravo i mean we, like yeah. I, I caught up on the plane oh do it because i know we're about to what? fight about it so go ahead look what All i pulled right. up on my phone here i pulled up a graphic i made that i was seeing if ben wanted to make for shirts but i don't think he does because speaking of not texting oh yeah i didn't text you back Uh, um i think this would be a funny shirt look it's lisa vanderpump it's a missing sign for lisa i like it i don't love it and it says age 28 weight rude (laughs) wearing sequins reward diamond and rosé oh i didn't see the age 28 that's funny (laughs) (laughs) or just says team lvp i like team lvp more well, see, there you go. Just okay. throw out the creativity out the window. So I am caught up on, on uh, Beverly Hills Housewives, and I am here to talk to you guys. You're the experts. I am moss confused. I'm yeah. feeling very vulnerable. About what? Are you? Jedi mind tricked yet, but but not sure who's doing the Jedi mind tricking. Mm. This is so... I love this season because this is so at the heart of all girl fights. Mm-hmm. Whether you're 12 
or you're fucking 78 because yes. I believe Lisa could be in that age <laughs> <Possibly>. range. <laughs> but oh. she looks great. Yeah, it looks great. Um, yeah. I... I just, I don't know who to believe. And this is something, so there's this book, my favorite book in the world. Uh, I've never read it, but I just know what's inside of it. So it's called... <laughs> the Bible. Literally. Yes! The Bible. It's called Odd Girl Out, and it's all about how middle school administrators do not know how to figure out which girl is bullying which and how to make the vicious cycle stop because they're so covert. It's like guerrilla warfare. And yeah. normally, the one that started it is the one that's like, crying yeah. the most. The bullies are the criers. You got it. So it's like, it's really hard to say. Whereas with boys, it's a little bit easier. At least straight yeah. guys, right? Whoever's well, the just... gay kid is the one who did not start it. <laughs> <laughs> whoever's the closeted, like really closeted gay kid is the one He's who the did. bully, for sure. Well, the one with the broken arm is getting bullied. Literally, the kid <laughs> in the locker yeah, is the one getting bullied. And the kid, yeah. the kid who's the not mustache. eating lunch. Yes, exactly. That, that soft, the the pubescent mustache. Yes. With boys, the one who's like in the corner, like just rocking back and forth, <laughs> talking to himself. I mean, boys are mean. And I know girls are mean, but Jesus. You know, I always tell my girlfriends, like, we have to deal with men too. Men have to deal with other men too. True. And it's horrifying. Okay. <laughs> We're terrible sex. Traumatized. Okay, so go ahead. I'm sorry. So whose side are you on? Do we believe LVP? Do we like do we think that she's innocent after she took <gasps> the lie detector test? That well, that was I, I mean actually, that's... that kind of did it for me where I was like, she's telling the truth. I was <laughs> <laughs> Yes. She's absolutely uh, I uh, well, I mean, it's a complicated answer. Ultimately, <laughs> I'm on Lisa Vanderpump's side about okay. this. Okay. Um I think that she's guilty of some things. I think she's less guilty of other things. Um is it possible she leaked the story to Raider Online? Yes, it's probably very likely. But I have a I have a conspiracy theory that it's Kyle Richards. Um, but I think that like Lisa what? for Shooketh sure yeah. to my bones. Yeah, I think Kyle did it. Well, see, I've been a hater of Kyle for like. Oh, I've hated ever, Kyle for years. Forever. I'm a new convert. I'm a, ha- a Kyle hater convert. But this now this I love her this season. What? I think this is her worst season. Because you ever don't had. like Vanderpump in general, are you? No, I'm. I still love Lisa. I'm super conflicted. I'm all over the place. I need guidance. Okay, well here's let, let me lay out the evidence. Okay, this is what we know because they confuse us and they keep bringing it up and bringing it up and. Saying Lisa did this and Lisa did that. Meanwhile, we, sorry, real quick. Why is no? We, should we stop taking Dorit. Dorit, because Dorit's like the less offensive of all of them Which this time. She's crazy. just kind of sitting there, like she's not really even well, doing. She's much. just like it's like Very watching disturbing. like a kid walk into a wall. At first, you're like, Ugh, you're so annoying, and then you're like, it's sort of cute. Yes. Yeah. It's like okay, suddenly so it's like the best video on America's Home. What's videos. the crime? The crime is that someone talked to Radar online. That's the latest crime. The first crime was that they set. They set this girl up to look bad for getting rid of her dog by bringing the dog out on camera, yeah, right? it's called a reality so TV scene. first right. Teddy comes on and says, oh, uh, I knew about it, but I didn't tell anybody. And she's telling Kyle. Like, you don't think she told Kyle? Kyle's even wearing Teddy hats right now. So yeah. Kyle <laughs> already knew this. So she's Literally. showing up to shooting, Teddy pretending she's going along with Teddy to bring this whole thing against Dorit, okay? Then Teddy's like, oh, uh, no, well, I didn't do anything. You know, they, they were the ones who did it. So then we find out it's a lie. So then Teddy brings out a text that she screenshotted and says, see, he's saying that Lisa told me to bring it out. Yes. Well, that's not what they said. So when we read all the text, Teddy has to come back and apologize and say, okay, Why, I lie? wasn't being honest, but I did do this. But it's because they told me to, and they told me Dorit was keeping the dog in the basement in a cage. And so, and I by the well, way, she's basing this all on what a thirsty twenty-two-year-old. Yes, that she's become friends John with. Has, John has. So she's John been gossiping. Sessa. She's been gossiping with this kid in the office, and who she shouldn't have been gossiping yeah, with in the first. No place. one made her do that. No, okay? that's true. So then she's gossiping but then with him. I don't even she's know gonna, John Sessa. 
honey, he worketh for you. Well, yeah, yeah. that's all. Lisa has henchmen and all that. But the, this actual case, Teddy did all this. She lied about it multiple times. Then when she, we see the full text, we see that Lisa was saying, no, I don't want to put throw Dorit under the bus, she's my friend. And Ken was saying, fuck her, throw her under the bus. So that's what we see from the text. Hey, friends, it's time to, hey, friends, hi, fr- hi, friends. It's time just to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, HelloFresh. Ooh, I love HelloFresh. So HelloFresh, for those of you who don't know, if you don't know, it's like, where have you been living? But whatever, I'll let it slide. For those of you who don't know, HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops plans and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients to your front door so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Uh, Like, what more do I need to say? Well, I'll tell you all the things because I am a huge fan and user of HelloFresh. Let's start with the fact that they shop for you, okay? So I don't know about you, but I live in New York City. And in New York City, you not only have to carry your groceries home, which is the pits, but it you can never really get it accomplished grocery shopping that is in one store oh no I have to go to at least two normally three stores to get my ingredients so that's an annoying thing that now HelloFresh has completely solved for me also planning the meal oh it's like what do I want I want it to be healthy I know only four things to make. I'm sick of eating this. I'm sick of eating that. Oh, also, I want to go to the grocery store. I end up having to buy double the amount of ingredients I need to feed two people. So we end up having to eat like the same thing all week long or it ends up being super, super expensive. That's why I love HelloFresh because the recipes, not only are the recipes spelled out for you, not only are the recipes creative and delicious and it inspires you to make things that you would never dream of making in a million years. And not only is there stuff healthy, but it's perfectly pre-measured and perfectly portioned for the amount of people eating it. So no food is wasted. HelloFresh is everything. And yeah, and like I said, it's delivered to your front door, okay? It's like no muss, no fuss. They do all the dirty work literally for you. Like I said, pre-measured everything, step-by-step easy instruction. You can't mess it up. Also, it helps you to be adventurous in the kitchen, something I am not normally good at on my own, but thanks to HelloFresh now, I make incredible things like fish tacos. I would never dare to make a fish taco with a cilantro sauce, but thanks to HelloFresh, now I do. Oh, oh, and I almost forgot the best part. All the meals come together in 30 minutes or less. Yes, 30 minutes max. It's like when you come home from a long day, the last thing you want to do is shop and shop and think and ruin your meal, which is normally what I used to do. And now it's just idiot proof. I'm telling you, the step-by-step instructions have pictures. It's a picture book. Thank God. And 30 minutes max. And, oh, this is so good too. Calls for less than two pots and pans, which requires, you guessed it, minimal cleanup. Because that's, I mean, that's a whole nother portion of the cooking battle that we don't even want to get into. But with HelloFresh, they don't make you even have to get into it. Now, for those of you who are like, I have dietary restrictions. And I don't mean to sound like that, but I'm just like a chubby girl who like doesn't, you know, have the willpower to be a vegan or a vegetarian. So that's why I'm just sounding like a bitter Betty because I'm jealous that you have self-control. But for people who have dietary restrictions, don't worry. They've got you covered. They've got veggie options. You've got plans you can choose from. The classic, the veggie, the family. And you can switch in between Uh, when your taste changes, or maybe you're like, I'm sick of being a vegetarian, or maybe you're somebody who's like, I'm going to become a vegetarian. Um, they've got it totally covered. So for $80, you heard me, $80 off your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-80. 
and enter my code T-O-T, like tot, T-O-T-8-0. Again, $80 off your first month of HelloFresh. What a bargain. Go to HelloFresh.com slash T-O-T-80 and enter code T-O-T-80. And now, back to the podcast. Yeah. So then Teddy arranged this whole scene. Teddy was the one who said, bring the dog out on camera and let's bust her. This is all in evidence on the show. Wait, so what, fuck what them show am I watching? Ch- yeah, this is this all happened on the show. And, and the thing is when? this, and by the way, what are you talking it's about? not the biggest crime in the world, you know, because, and my whole backstory on this is that, you know what, Lisa was still a little annoyed at Dorit because Dorit talked a lot of shit about Lisa last season. Yes. And then Dorit, like, has the situation with the dog, which is fucked up, did not follow the rules. They acted like they didn't realize the, what, to, what to do. When PK's job is to read contracts, he's a manager. Yeah. They send the dog. It doesn't wind up in the right place. Lisa's annoyed. And so they're like, okay, we're going to give her the business. Teddy's going to go along with it. It's not, it's like, okay, so she tried to make Dorit look a little bad. It's like, yeah, it's not as a nice thing. Maybe not. But it's also a TV show. Job. But who keeps bringing show. it up? So Lisa Vanderpump goes on TV. And she, she's, the minute they bring the dog out, she sees Sessa coming with the dog and he goes, do you recognize this dog? And she said, no, no, I don't want to do this on camera. I don't yep. want to do this. Get the dog out of here. And he's like, oh no, this is Dorit's dog. Nah, nah, nah. Well, they've planned this all with Teddy. So all we've seen is Lisa Vanderpump saying, no, 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 get it off. Then when she's doing her interview, she's saying, Dorit did nothing wrong. She's a bimbo. She didn't mean to do it. I forgive her. So right. she takes her to lunch and she said, this was brought up on camera. We're fine. It's fine. So so then it's done. It's except done. for the waiter online. Rena, oh, no, well, no, no, it's not done. Because it's not done because Rena, Teddy, and Kyle keep bringing it up. But it was every... actually. But so here's the thing: if you really look at, it, if you really go back and you watch the scenes carefully, okay, it's Kyle who actually pushes this forward. So Teddy gets caught up in this. Okay, my view is okay. Teddy got caught up in this situation, and then she felt bad, and then she's like, "I'm an accountability coach." And this she is got a bad caught. Look. She didn't feel bad. Her ass got no, caught. Well, no, she got caught, but I think also it's that like she was like she's she's sort of almost like me, which is like you're like, "Oh no, I'm like a good boy. I'm a good bo- I'm a good boy." And she's like, "I'm I'm an accountability coach, and how can I be an accountability coach if I'm now doing some shit like this?" And right. I also now now Very that I'm caught. caught, I have to be accountable. Right? Yes. She's trying to do this. That's what I'm caught. So she's getting us, but the thing is, the person who actually, when you look back at it, who is really prodding this along, if you look at those early episodes, it's Kyle Richards. Kyle and is the one who is right. like, yeah. I knew I hated her for the whole time. Rinna. Which, they're from? working together, you Which know. Which I love Rena. She didn't even I love Rena. Rena has hated Vander. Rena's been trying oh. to do this shit to oh, Vander every season. By the way, there's nothing. There's, I actually would normally be like actually really happy for Kyle to be pushing it forward because she's trying to drive a story, but then she tries to act like she's not. She tries to act like she's a friend. Kyle Richards everyone. called her sister, her blood, flesh and blood out on national television for being an alcoholic. Isn't that like a private family conversation? Dude, did you see that well, I think episode? She was pretty, did you I think see she was the producer's be... episode that they re-released with producer commentary no. on the finale of no. or the season of the first season of Beverly Hills? No. They show that finale. Kim is wasted. They all know she's wasted. And Kyle and the other girls are ready to attack Kim. And Kim's like, I'm not going to do this. Like, because she knows she's wasted. She didn't know she was going to be bombarded at this finale. Right. So she's trying to run away and they won't let her leave. And Kyle's chasing her around this fucking hotel to force all of this shit to happen on camera. Nice. Kyle's a but, devil. She's satanic. I don't know, but I okay? actually, I'm actually okay with that. You know what? Because she's had to deal with this shit with Kim for years oh, and years. Oh, they have, whatever. They have on a TV no, show. No, no, they have, they have such, meaning that they have a fucked up relationship, right? Where like, totally. where like Kim has been like the breadwinner and was like the star of the family. But that's just But it. then she's fucked up Kyle, and then Kyle has to always has Jealous one forever. And she's had to yeah. take care of her for years and years and years. And then finally she's wow. like, oh, eyes are open. just like breaking point. But it actually ties back to Lisa Vanderpump because 
because Lisa, Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa Vanderpump. No. Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa gave her alcohol. No. Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa turned Wait, her into an alcoholic. Kim Richards is famous because of Lisa Vanderpump. Lisa and Vanderpump. Also, is, he gave her her first drink when she was Lisa 12. Lisa Vanderpump is Steven Spielberg. No, Lisa Vanderpump is a surrogate Kim Richards. She's a surrogate Kim Richards. She's like the star. And Kyle, once again, is always Boom. the also rant. Oh. So Kyle. A moth to a fucking flame. Yeah. And Kyle has been trying to take shots at Lisa. And, and every time hey, who, they fail. Who and, put in our minds that she was Bobby Fisher? Kyle. Kyle. And she's been doing it every season, every single season. She's, and then Rena jumped in with her. And now ever since Rena got in trouble for that Munchausen thing, mm-hmm. she's been coming off every year. No, Eileen, don't forgive Lisa. Lisa said that <laughs> thing about your husband. But Lisa said that thing. And then Eileen would keep coming back like, you better say sorry again. Yeah, well, but I like think that Rena, I think Rena and Eileen, Rena and Eileen, though, were ultimately being manipulated by Yolanda. Actually, it's kind of like the more we and talk Teddy, about it, it's like, it's kind of ingenious. This Teddy is like a game is of ultimately manipulated by the mean girls but she thinks she was being manipulated by Vanderpump exactly which is what happened to, to Rinna in. which is what happened to Rinna on that Wait, lunch house so then, so then I see first of all have we ever decided why Rinna threw a glass at Kim Richards when they were in like the Donk the Donkajane Neverlands or whatever they were <laughs> whenever Lisa Rinna is confronted you know, Rena, when Rena doesn't like somebody, I mean, I'm scared. Yeah. You know, we talk a lot of shit, and we really like Rena in real life, you know, but. Yeah. You know, I love like, Rena. I talk mad shit about Rena because she's usually wrong on the show, let's face I it. Like, she's the she's most a, entertaining she, her, person. Her mouth to God's like, ear, she's the prophet. She is the Messiah. So, sometimes she's super right, her. and sometimes she's but super sometimes wrong. She, and when she gets, like, she went after Kim all that time about being an alcoholic and this and that. Damn. Okay, well, you're not wrong, but that is so disgusting to I do. Know. You that's know? Like real, I, that's real life. And you know I what, though? I was she, on the side on finally, that. finally, when she, finally, Kim started fighting back, and she was like, fuck you, you're going to try and bring up stuff with my husband? Harry Hamlin? No, no, like, I was on Rinna's side for that. You know why? Because Rinna was like, okay, I just had to take like an hour-long like drive with this crazy drunk woman right next to me. <laughs> and I had, and like, well, the they're all acting. Amsterdam. But they're, but they're, but I'm saying, but they're all acting, but what you're saying, her going after an alcoholic, Rinna was kind of like, you guys are all acting like she's fine, and she's not well, fine. That was and that no fair. one's talking about it. Was a whole it and she needs help. Of it. No, it but was, it was the it same season. That. that was the same season with Amsterdam. And she's like, uh, she needs help. And then it was like, oh, and it's like, how dare you talk about it? How dare? It's like, and she's like, um, hello, people. You know, and then there was the, and then it gets to Amsterdam, and she's just like, you know, fuck this, but, fuck this woman trying to come for me. But on like a small scale, this like season, recent episode, she's there at Camille's wedding, which I my I lost my pupils. They're so far in the back of my head. Camille, <laughs> suck my dick. I hate. Oh, I love her season with, one, Camille. I hate back. her. Season one, season pretend, season now. I fucking hate Camille. Oh, I think the real Camille is back. It's so wonderful. <laughs> she's so. Awkward. She is like the like the worst, and she's like you never know what you're gonna get. She's always like doing a a, 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 an eight year old's play for her parents. Uh, You know, you know. She's just so like she's you know what she's a perpetual nine year old auditioning for fucking zero commercial. It's like I never know what she's playing. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to put it. It's bad acting. Yeah. Uh, Once again, another false accusation by a Kavanaugh supporter. You're you're pernicious. (laughs) Real pernicious. She's got a Jesus complex. So, Um, and she's always doing her eyes like this, like. 
But I, yeah, got I mean, it, nailed it. But when I, Rina was like one. on the beach and she was like, I mean, like Vanderpump, like if you're uncomfortable, you just gotta come for the wedding. And I'm like, okay, it's totally normal to avoid a social situation when you're gonna get completely and totally yes. like well, steamrolled. Well, yeah. those women are being are so, are full of so much bullshit because they're like, they're like, why they 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 spend all this time trying to take her down, trying to take her down, and then like, well, why don't you show up? Why don't you show up? I mean, it's, and then they try to act like it's not that big of a deal. Just be an adult. I'm like, you guys have been like yeah. railing against this woman. Man, for tr- just trying to bring a dog, even if you believe the worst, even if you believe the worst that she did tr- want that dog on camera, it's still not that big of a fucking it's deal. It's worse what Dorit did. It's not a big deal. And then it moved from that to the the radar online story. Yeah. Well, when that happened, Lisa went to Lisa went to Denise's wedding on the beach, and mm-hmm. she knew everybody was against her. They had already all gone against her, and she left that trip early or whatever. Yeah. So then she comes to the wedding, and she's doing her best to be nice to everybody, which yep. is very unlike her. Boobs I mean, out. I don't think I've ever seen her show up to a and scene was, where she's kissing everybody's ass. And you know what? They were all getting along, and they were all getting along. Yep. And there's no reason that she would then go after and exactly. do there's no reason but you know what though she was trying to get back in the show Logic. she doesn't want to leave you know what, though? the there show was one Logic person. is not on the side yeah, of the storyline she's line. not an idiot there was one person who was not at that wedding okay and and the Radar Online story the Radar Online online story said like oh word was that all anyone could talk about was the dog at the wedding and as far as we could see that was not what anyone was talking about that sounds like the sort of information that was fed to Radar Online by someone who was not at the wedding I know who was not at the wedding who? you know who was who? celebrating the seven year anniversary of of uh, fucking the agency Prime that too a new In box from Amazon, Amazon. <laughs> have anyone heard a doorbell that's I didn't hear the doorbell oh. all I see is Ben get up in this moment no, I'm like, like you want to know who killed the <laughs> Mr. Susan with a candlestick I'm like who I'm the most captivating ever it's no a, it's a singing telegram falls over dead I'm like I door. cannot believe the doorbell <laughs> rang <laughs> right as I, I was climaxing I was going to be at the door I it's me I heard you were trying to blame me for framing Lisa you motherfucker oh I wish people could have seen that people people at home are probably so confused you guys the person who was not at Denise Richards wedding stand up again the person who was not at Denise Richards wedding was Kyle Richards. Oh my God, she did it in the library with a motherfucking candle. Because also, <laughs> here's my. Can I tell you something? When we were in Portland, I'm we were, sweating. We were, I know. We did a show in Portland. I stayed up until three in the morning because I woke up in the middle of the night and I had this thought, like this all thing. It like it like came into my. I had like a beautiful mind moment and I was, could not fall asleep for ninety minutes because it was like in my head so much. Because Lisa Vanderpump, the way she operates is if she's mad at someone, she is going to be unite the whole cast against that person, and she's yes. going to do she's going to do um, a charm offensive. And so she was at that wedding, being nice to everyone except for Teddy. And the truth is, if Lisa wanted to plant a story to take down one of her cast members, she was going to go after Teddy because Teddy was coming after her so hard at That's that moment. True. So she wouldn't. I, in my mind, I don't think she was interested in taking down Dorit. Dorit. She would have been interested in taking down Teddy. And I think the person who has the motive to take down Vanderpump is, is Kim Richards. That's my oh, conspiracy Kyle theory. Kyle, Kyle, Rich- Kyle Richards too. Oh, you think it's Kim? No, now? I'm joking. It's oh, just Kyle. Okay. Just Kyle. Yeah. Okay, like, my theory is that Lisa Rinna came out on the show and was like, oh, I know that Lisa Vanderpump did it. Because <laughs> she, <laughs> she taught me how to leak a story. She told me exactly how she does it. And then she's been doing these Lisa Vanderpump impersonations the whole time. Which you are? Know? Which are like, <laughs> she's like, <laughs> 
It's kind of like, it's kind of similar. I mean, there's not many ways to imitate Vanderpump, you know. Darling, you've hurt me. But um, I was like, oh, really? So you just gave yourself, you, we already know you have motive, and now you just gave yourself means, young lady. Yeah, and but, by being so upfront about it, she's trying to act like, therefore, it couldn't possibly yeah, be. Yeah, because Rena's been honest. after, Rena's not even trying to hide that she, no. she hates Vanderpump. Hates. She hated her forever. Hates. She loses every time she goes after her. And I think that this time she had all the girls because Teddy was caught in a position where she knew she was going to be shamed because she got caught lying on camera. So Teddy went back and got everyone on her side to make the other person guilty. I mean, Teddy's obviously guilty. She's not denying that she's guilty. She's just saying that Lisa's somehow in the background. She's not even accusing Lisa of saying anything in front of her. She's saying behind the scenes, Lisa was manipulating people to tell her to tell. I mean, it's so convoluted. And I think the truth is John Blizzard probably went to radio. I know. I think ultimately <laughs> it was probably... It was and not, and or not, production. And not I mean, as Lisa's henchman. No. Or production, because production yeah. saw... Well, yeah. I mean, Lisa I mean, does have ass-kissing henchmen. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's obnoxious. I think conspiracy theories aside, it was... Probably like John Sasso, John Hazard, or right. John Hazard. Yeah, but yeah, but, they, they were going to make up, but, and the storyline was going to be resolved because Lisa got along with everybody at that wedding, and production was probably like, "Oh no, uh huh." S- sell the story. Yep. Is- Prediction about her staying or leaving. Is that like a real thing? Do we really think that she could leave? I don't think you can just ditch a season, and I don't, I don't like know. that she's doing that. You know, I'm yeah. on her side, but. I, don't I think like it just not, not coming back is a bad look. Yeah. It's a, yes. it's, and it's really disheartening. I think she'll come back. I think that she's just taking a break because she's also, by the way, has got, went through a terrible tragedy and is like recovered right. from the death of her Which brother. Which she kind of addressed her season on Beverly Hills performance on the Vanderpump uh, reunion, which I was like, this is not the time to replace my friend. And yeah, also, and by the way, what a lack saying. of compassion from those women because, I mean, Lisa Vanderpump in that first episode of the season, she was sitting there in Vanderpump Dogs on the staircase crying, admitting that she's depressed. Right. And there really was not like a huge Way to kick a dog outreach. when they're down. Uh, and I'm, it was uh, literally at that Vanderpump sorry dog. For the way to kick a Vanderpump you know? dog when it's down. <laughs> yeah, way to kick a purebred when it's down. <laughs> Um, I don't. I think that if she comes back, they're going to have to get rid of Rinna. I don't think that they're going to no. be able to have. They're not going to be able to keep a Rinna and a Rinna. Vanderpump. No. I know, but it's so. too, it's too much. It's too much with them just not letting anything go. You can't just have Rinna's not. Uh, Vanderpump's not going to go back on there if she's got Rinna the Chihuahua yapping at her the whole time. You're she's dog. not going to do it. <laughs> you know? I don't think. She, no, dog. I think she would. I think that she wouldn't go back if Kyle is on there. Ooh. And honestly, Maybe, I think there's an Kyle argument to be made. Have made up so many times. That, I would but watch I think there's an argument Kyle. to be made that Kyle is. I think that Kyle, she's not. Now that this Vanderpump thing is done, she doesn't have anything going on. Her personal storylines are not fabulous. I find them to be cloying. Ooh, I'm straddling and my Kyle husband sucks. at a concert. Yeah, I find oh them to be cloying. Let me run in my backyard. <laughs> and I can do splits when I have too much oh, to She's yes. the worst. She's I find terrible. them to be very insufferable. It makes like me nuts that they handed her that center diamond. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, like her complaining about like she just I feel like she fills her life with with uninteresting rich woman drama. <laughs> she is such a fucking rich woman. Yeah, she and like, I love rich women, but like she it's like she's like the bad side of she's it. She's trying yeah. too hard, you know. She's not yeah. fabulous. She's nouveau, darling. Do we want to believe that her and Maurizio aren't so perfect? I mean, the man likes to smoke a lot of pot. This is like me totally. Oh raging. yeah. It's ooh. like it's like ooh. But remember when she tried to lie about that for so long? She was like so like, we don't smoke pot. It's like Maurizio is oh blazed out of his mind. You got, right. Don't forget. Remember? Yeah, I mean, that's it was illegal at the time, remember? It was and illegal. Guess and how, they have kids. I get it. Did I get you rec- it. Did you recognize that um, 
complete innocent denial because that's the same way she acted the minute they brought up the prostate massage. She's like, what? Who would do that to their husband? Because, you know, those were the rumors with Maurizio for a long time that he was banging, like, hookers from hotels. And so those that were the rumors was that Lisa brought up in front of Portia. That, mm, yeah. Right. Man. Which was shady. That was shady of Lisa, you know? Yeah. She was wrong in that one, but... It you know. just goes so deep. Our and best friends, care. our best friends, Real Housewives of Beverly yeah. Hills. <laughs> this look how worked look how up we can get. We are. I'm this sweating. You're standing, Ben. We talk about doing this a whole shit show. like what 24 hours a season at least, and we're still like. Rah! It's kind of amazing that to me, it's like a little bit of a lackluster season. But it's amazing that a season that's so lackluster has gotten me so riled up. So it's like exactly. it's oddly, it's it's like a season that has me impassioned, and yet the actual episodes themselves the like it's it there's just like do i really have to watch kyle and renna and teddy speed walk around her backyard like, i don't no. think so my, i don't think so the fat guys jesus jesus my prediction is that vanderpump won't come back for a year she'll do yep. one of the like take a year's off take <sighs> a year off uh, I think but the they'll future... say she's not coming back. She just won't right. come back. They'll and recast a new person, and then Lisa will come back a year later after they fire. And because they're not going to fire a ton of the cast, because they're still no. the second highest rated show on Bravo. Also. Everyone What's ha- they one? all have... uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. By the way, now why do you nice. like? Why do you like yeah. Kyle? I don't think we got to the bottom of that. I just liked her this season. I don't That's know. That's fine. And by the way, I totally support that. I think the but fun like, part about it is that we all have our favorites. I weirdly was like, oh, I guess I. Um, you know what? Maybe like is too strong. I'm like, I don't like want to stab you constantly. I, I don't hate you to that point. But now that we just had this discussion, I fucking Good. hate that bitch well, again. Well, once yeah. you see, you know, yeah. once you see that stuff about Kyle and see what she's doing, it's really gross. But you, you know? know what? I've always seen it and I'm like, oh my God, you know what's happening to me? Oh no. Yeah. I'm really happy with my girlfriend and therefore I can't see the darkness of the world anymore. That's oh, right. Oh, <laughs> don't worry. You'll be best. Oh no. I got to start fighting with her. I gotta you know what? The future negativity always returns because I always say she wears rose colored glasses and it drives me nuts because I wear poo colored glasses and she must have replaced my glasses for her glasses. She gave you some some rose AccuView. You know what? Though? The future of Beverly Hills is Denise Richards. Oh hell to the yes! I never would have thought. I never would have thought. Yeah, I think she showed her she showed her hilarious fighting side this week when she oh. was when she was going after Kim. That was hilarious because she's real. She's it's just so like, real. this is what I am. And like, when you see people being real on these shows, you gotta love them. It like, it resonates. And you just, like, she's not, like, she's doing nothing this season. She's literally like mopping and like wiping up the, her counter <laughs> and making sandwiches for Aaron. And it's like, <laughs> she is so dude. entertaining. We love her. We she love her. So wasted on camera. She's constantly drinking tequila neat, which is yeah. such an aggressive drink. I love her. And I like when she's like really trying to be nice at a lunch. She's like, I'll, I'll a single. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Must be driving. You know, because you just say, I have a double meat. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just fuck it. Bring the bottle over. Yeah. Oh, she's I a think it's like kind of girl. I yeah. like her. Yeah. Okay, you guys, you guys, you guys. This is like uh, my manager's already going to be murdering me. And I feel like we have like another, at least another half an hour of us do to it. talk about yeah, Bravo. Because we, we spent the whole first uh, part of the podcast giving ourselves like a therapy session. I know. It felt great. <laughs> so I'm going to end us right here. Okay. And I'm going to say that next week it's part two of Watch What Crappens Deep Dive. We're going <sighs> to go into Vanderpump, Summer House. And uh, ratings. Oh, it ratings. ratings. Yeah. 
It's going to be great, What guys. makes Bravo tick? It's going to be amazing. So we're going to leave you right now. Um, ben, Ronnie, thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you. And you guys, people should listen to their podcast, obviously, Watch What Crappens. Yeah. Uh, go to their website, watchwhatcrappens.com, to get tickets for the live shows. Live shows coming up in, you said, New York? We have a New York City show we just announced. Next week, we have a show in Milwaukee. So like, there's not a lot of time left to get tickets for that. So go see that. Then we have Cleveland, Baltimore, Indianapolis, Nashville on the docket. Oh and more gosh. to be announced. They're so good. I love them so much. I'll be at the New York show. Holla! Um, and also follow you guys on social media at what, 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 what. Watch what crappens. <laughs> uh, watch what crappens.com on Instagram or watch what crappens on Twitter where what crappens. I do a show called Rose Pricks. Yep. So go listen to that. It's a bachelor thing. And on social, I'm at Ronnie Karam. Yes, And I'm at Ben Mandelker on social. And on YouTube, I have a little animated series that's like a parody of The Real Housewives in New York called The Real Housewares of Kitchen Island. Just search for it on YouTube. You guys are everything. I'm so happy we're friends. <gasps> Me, too. Me too. You guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we'll be back with more from these two next week. <sighs> I'm so happy. I'm. This is like the first week I'm not recording my podcast the day of. Uh. <laughs> so thank you guys for being able to talk four hours about that. Yeah, Broadway. we can do it. You guys back again with these crazy guys next week and uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe, to write reviews, to star it, to share it, all the good things and thank you so much for listening because without you, I wouldn't have a job, Bobo. <laughs> uh, that's it. Back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show and listen live or on demand.